Hi, my name is John Garfield. It's April 20th, 2019. This week I want to talk to you about choosing to be wholehearted in business or your life or your vocation, whatever it is. We have all seen sales personalities who are overly exuberant. <laughs> We're never sure we can trust what they say, but we admire their enthusiasm and oftentimes their results. Uh, I know some people that are like in real estate that are just really bubbly and they do really well. Um, all that energetic, um, all the time, it makes you wonder if they're bipolar, if in private they crash. <laughs> Do they really believe what they say or is it all just a pitch, a, a put on? Sometimes we wish we could have some of that enthusiasm, uh, all of us sanguine personalities. So personalities and profiles aside, we're all called to be excited about God and to love him with all of our hearts. Uh, we love worship when it's alive and we're deeply moved by the presence of God. It's not hard to be wholehearted when the Holy Spirit is tangible and the prophetic atmosphere is electric. Our hearts do leap during those times when uh, you know the Lord really moves. The problem is, Monday morning when we go back to work, it can feel like Joseph checking back into Potiphar's prison. <laughs> That's after a weekend pass. Now, in this season, in this hour, it's a, it's a season of kingdom and of reformation. And uh, there's something different in the air. So there's a place where the other six days uh, can be six times more exciting than Sunday. Or a conference, or some kind of a spiritual high. Our enthusiasm doesn't have to be a vicarious experience that depends on an atmosphere someone else uh, creates. Uh, here's how you can choose to be wholehearted in your mountain. Now we put a graphic in the blog that I take a, I meant, recommend that you take a look at. It goes from prophetic clarity to personal enthusiasm to increasing expectations and then celebrating results. So we'll talk about each one of those. So prophetic clarity, what's that? You will never be enthusiastic about life uh, living out of someone else's vision. We each have a unique design and a specific role in the kingdom. Most people have a tough time articulating their kingdom purpose and the intentional goals and plans that naturally flow out of that calling. We become intentionally unintentional usually. <laughs> that's the norm. So that's why I'm excited about the online heart plan. We've been going through that with uh, a couple dozen people, 16 to be exact. And we can clarify our kingdom purpose and get, in, get it in writing. We're, and we're seeing results of that. So it's a prophetic and a practical process that points to something specific that ignites my heart. The why question our hearts all ask us get answered. Can I do this? Do I deserve it? Where do we start? <laughs> so personal enthusiasm isn't something we can manufacture. Um, being wholehearted about my business life happens when I tap into my kingdom purpose and start walking in my original design. It's when I become myself that I get enthusiastic. When my heart and my father's heart overlap with the same desires, that's when the party begins. It's exciting and it works and it's practical. And it, and it gets real, um, it gets business results. So personal enthusiasm has roots in three things. One is on fit, unwavering faith. That's not something I, I can generate. My willingness to be committed to a path and staying committed for a lifetime flows out of doing 
what my father is doing and and that means regular confirmations <laughs> and strategic course corrections from God himself we don't live by bread alone uh, but by every word that proceeds out of his mouth life and vitality come from the freshness of continually hearing from God that's why I am now a big fan of sons being in the council uh, per seers and doers the book and that's why we're helping people practically navigate ex assessing accessing heaven in a second online course on seers and doers that will start in in june so listen to psalm 84 7. i love this verse they go from strength to strength every one of them appears before god in zion that's a verse for sons the same sons that uh, romans 8 says all creation is waiting for it's the same sons in matthew 16 18 that uh, you know uh, see what's bound, uh, bound and loose in heaven and they bring that back to earth and they can lose things uh, on earth so the third the second aspect of um, uh, personal enthusiasm is uh, extraordinary effort <clears throat> once my assignment is clear and fun <laughs> I can engage even if it's hard I'm throwing myself into both the work and the warfare and I can see the bigger picture of kingdom and nations I no longer interpret results and uh, in terms of resistance and setbacks as personal failure or rejection I don't have my identity tied up in in the results I get when a strat when a tragedy does strike I'm not blaming God or myself I'm leveraging that whole situation uh, for a resurrection I'm, I'm not surprised at the degree of difficulty or I'm not and I'm not surprised by suffering it's all part of knowing Jesus and playing my role in the kingdom it, it's it's warfare not a bed of roses <laughs> so after the resurrection I'm stronger I'm deeper I'm more mature uh, I'm more myself once I put my hand to the plow and get started I have a sense of being strong enough because of his power working in me I can feel a shift in my authority and my stature. I don't get weary in well-doing because I can feel the progress and I can hear well done along the way. Uh, listen to uh, Philippians 3.10. I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of sharing in his sufferings, uh, becoming like him in his death. And Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Ephesians 3.20 says, to him who is able to do immeasurably more then all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work in us so that's how we get things done um, which naturally leads into the, the third aspect of personal enthusiasm which is divine favor the minute we get on the track of co-laboring with the father we start to feel his wind in our sails uh, his favor is not magic we don't wait for it to sovereignly fall on us uh, for no reason at some random frequency the eyes of our father search the earth continually watching for those who wholeheartedly work with him he loves to give us everything we ask listen to second chronicles 16 9 the eyes of the lord range throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him he's looking for wholehearted hearts um, the third area is increasing expectations when wholeheartedness uh, our, our wholeheartedness gradually results in fruit our dream progresses from 
uh, one being possible when we have that prophetic clarity and and understand that there's you know there's something about the the Lord has in us in this particular direction and and the second one is it starts to go from uh, possible to probable when we have a credible heart plan in writing and and we have a, a a credible idea on where we're going next and and number three it gets to be probable when we start to see the results of our work or the fruit of it so the last one is celebrating result the best result that flows from my calling is that I've created something of value that blesses people and enables them to create even more value it multiplies our hearts are set on creating value in a way that uh, wealth follows um, we're not after supernatural wealth transfers. Uh, we're not after a spiritual lottery. <laughs> we're not seeking something for nothing. Uh, the prophetic and practical aspects of my purpose and work attract the engagement of other people on my team. I carry the satisfaction of hearing the Father say, well done. Uh, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. All of us love to hear that. And I wanna suggest that you can hear it right now. Uh, and, and it, come, it follows, um, you know, the experience of co-laboring with the Father, doing uh, something that resonates with His heart. So, let's close. Wow, I'm, ex I'm almost as excited <laughs> as the salesman I thought was weird. <laughs> My heart is connecting with who I am, and it's exciting to be this authentic. When Jesus got through tipping over the money changers' tables in John 2.17, the somewhat shocked disciples remembered Psalm 69, verse 9, which says, Zeal for your house will consume me. <laughs> they saw that in Jesus' life. And you know what happened? In the end, they all were equally uh, exuberant and wholehearted uh, about uh, just like Jesus was. Uh, also put another link in the blog, Five Superpowers Flow Out from Knowing Your Purpose. I encourage you to check it out. Also, there are a couple of graphics um, that I haven't taken time to explain that uh, are in the blog. So have a look at that. Have a great week. God bless. See you next time.